Hello everybody, welcome back to Economics. Today we're going to talk about something that's uh, different than usual. We're going to talk about losing money in the markets. Everybody that invests lose money, sometimes. And these last few weeks have been crazy with dealing with all this. Just today, let's look at everything's red. Well, it started much worse, but uh, yesterday was horrible. Last week, if you invest in Chinese companies, you've lost a ton probably since February that they hit their their all-time highs. So I have uh, three rules, basically, three rules on investing and one extra that applies to everything and that can help you manage this type of situation. And uh, if you have some, if you have some tricks or uh, some uh, um, strategies, please comment them and also subscribe, like the comment and let's get started. Now, a little bit about myself, I invest long term i'm not a trader i put money in the markets once or maybe uh, sometimes twice or three times a month and i rarely rarely sell uh, i don't like selling i only sell on specific situations but more on that on another video because then it's gonna it's gonna be way too long now let's start with rule number one rule number one understand yourself as an investor are you patient or impulsive are you investing long term or not uh, do you use a stop loss? If you're a, a patient person, this is going to be much easier for you investing in the markets. If you're impatient, then you have to correct and, for example, avoid having all those notifications on your phone if you have crypto.com going like Ethereum went down 5% in the last five minutes, went up 10%. That stresses you out. That's going to make you make a wrong decision at the wrong time when it's going down or I'll sell and I'll buy it when it's lower. That's a mistake. So you have to understand if you're patient if you can control those impulses or you cannot and also that translates into using stop loss in your strategy if uh, if you have a, a short-term view then maybe you want to put a stop loss you, I don't personally use them because I do uh, long-term investing and I I put only stop loss when it's in green I don't uh, I appreciate when it goes down so I buy more but you have to understand what type of investors you are. Uh, do you have time to do your in-depth research to be comfortable, realistically, picking stocks? Or you should just go on index funds and forget about uh, picking Ford or Rivian and, and singular stocks. Because if you don't have the time to put in and actually research, then when it starts going down or when it starts going up, you don't understand what's going on. So it puts a lot of uncertainty in your decision and it's going to make it easier for you to make a mistake either selling or buying something. So be cautious if you have the time to pick up and to pick singular stock to cherry pick stocks or not. If not, there's plenty of ways to invest that are easier that will grant will guarantee you never but will um, provide a higher possibility of of making money in the stock market which is like everybody says index funds maybe etfs if you like uh, genetics like i do then you use and uh, you don't have time to research uh, why this company is doing this and understand the technology behind it then you put it in an, uh, an etf that tracks companies in the genetics field or just index funds s p for example if we see here and this is very interesting if we see here uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, we see that in the last five days, it has gone down 1%. Now, 
if we see it one month we see that it has gone down 0.93 percent in six months it has gone up 5.25 percent in the last year up 17 percent five years 78 percent and if we put the max we see that it has gone up since 1987 and before 4,000 percent so if you put it on an index fund that's tracking the dow jones industrial average or even the s p 500 we can also see it here with uh, going down 1.17% in five days. But if we go up to a year, it's up 25%. And if we put five years, 105%. And if we put max, again, from before 1987, gone up over 3,600%. So you have to understand uh, your capabilities if you have time to put in and do the work. And if you have time and also the money that you're putting in if you're gonna need it in short term or if you're only putting money that you're fine losing a little bit off in the short term and uh, if you think that the money you're putting in you're gonna need in a month or six months it's a bad idea to be playing in the markets especially cherry picking stocks because it can go down fast for example a CureVac, a company that I made a mistake, and I'll talk about it a little bit later. I made a, I made a mistake on that stock. I bought it with, with without doing the due diligence, and it went down 40% in the matter of three weeks. So you understand that I don't care about losing that 40%. I made a mistake, and it was a, a very small investment. But if you're going to need that money, then you shouldn't cherry-pick stocks and probably shouldn't even be playing in the stock market if it's uh, if you're going to need the money or probably going to need the money in a month or two months or even six months. The last point of this rule of understanding yourself as an investor is, are you curious? Like, uh, do you enjoy learning about companies, finances, sectors, industries? Um, if you enjoy uh, reading books like The Great Economist or The Intelligent Investor or A Hundred Baggers, all these books and much more, you need to be curious about the stocks that you're buying. If not, you're not going to understand, you're not going to put in the time to read their, their their reports. And the first sight of a complicated matter, you're going to drop it. And then if you lose money, you're going to be even more angry with yourself because you're going to be like, why this, why this happened? And when you go in and read, you're not going to understand what happened. So you won't be able to make a better decision afterwards. Now, that was rule one. Understand yourself as an investor and act accordingly. Number two, be analytical and pragmatic, not emotional. Emotional um, people make the worst investors. And you can see it in, in the comments on YouTube or in uh, stock tweets. I even put a video out on Nikola that I didn't like the company. And a lot of people started aggressively attacking that video because um, they invested in a company that went down. And because they did, now they, even though there's a lot of information out there that says that Nikola was not a good investment even at the time or was overvalued, they stood with it and they're not analytical enough to sit down and go like, okay, I made a mistake. Maybe now it's worth it. I'm not... I'm not saying now it's worth, what, a billion? But uh, back then when it was worth 40 billion, didn't make any sense. But some people bought, lose, lost money and are very emotional about it. Also about being analytical and pragmatic, not emotional, is don't believe everything you hear or see. Uh, people have biases. 
when uh, somebody is uh, losing money, for example, in the same example, Nikola, they will tell you to buy it. They will tell you that it's the best company in the world. Why? Because they lost money on that stock and they want that stock to go up. Also, journalists, even if you if you read on uh, on uh, Forbes or on CNBC, a lot, a lot of people, journalists and economists talk well about a stock just because and they're invested or they just need the clickbait and they publish trash. Yesterday, I mentioned in a video I did yesterday about Technoglass, three days before the report came out that it was a fraud and that they had connections with cocaine. I'll try to uh, put the link on that, of that video uh, underneath. Three days before, CNN said that it was uh, up-and-coming stock recommending people to buy it. Now, if you read that article on CNBC, you would say like, oh, I want to get in this, in this stock. It's going to go th to the moon, like everybody said. Three days later, on the 9th of December of this year, a few days ago, uh, Hinderberg Research came out with, a, with the article saying, with the whole research saying, this company is worthless. They have uh, cocaine connections in Colombia. They've been uh, basically cooking their numbers. So probably CNBC didn't do their research well, and they're just trying to get clickbait out of uh, investors and most likely retail investors. Institutional investors know better. Avoid FOMO. Uh, if you're missing out, if you see a stock going up, 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 and don't just go in because it's going up. It's uh, That's an emotional response. It's not analytical. We talked about it in this channel a few months back when Rivian did, uh, actually a month ago, when Rivian did the IPO, went all the way up to 170. Today, if we check and let's check it just for the for the fun of it. And uh, today is at the bottom, uh, $96 per share, like we said in this channel. And it was ridiculous valuation. It made no sense. And uh, only today it's dropping 11%. So when a company has no product, only 70,000 reservations of their, of their car, and it's worth more than the other competitors that have plants manufacturing and clients that makes no sense so if you're analytical you see that and you go like okay maybe i won't go maybe if you're a trader it makes sense because you do it for a couple of days and you make a buck but if you're an investor you stay away from those companies even if you think oh i might make a 10 percent up because that's an emotional response it's everything's going up so i'll just put money here doesn't work and usually you're left with a bag. If you did your research and are confident about your strategy, you shouldn't care if the market goes down a little bit like today or this week. Uh, I make this mistake, like I said, with CureVac. I got recommended that company and everything with pharmaceuticals and, and COVID vaccines was going through the roof. I decided to go in and they just, uh, a couple months later, they said they're dropping their COVID-19 uh, research. So it tanked. So I was like, it's on me. Like, I cannot blame anybody. I cannot even blame the person that recommended it to me. It's just, I made a judgment uh, mistake. I didn't do my due diligence. I did an emotional um, action, not an analytical and pragmatic one. And sell if you made a mistake in your analysis and you just you discover that you made the mistake, sell that stock or when your analysis outcome changes. 
if you reanalyze that company and some fundamentals change or the directors change or something that wasn't present at the time changes, then sell that company. Be analytical. Don't try to hold it, even if you're in the red. And my rule number three, have a long-term perspective. Um, Short-term perspective, the markets are not perfect, even though a lot of people say they are. They overreact to every news in, in on their way up and on their way down. When uh, Rivian today, they said they had problems uh, with their manufacturing plan, they go down 11%. Tomorrow, I'm sure they would, uh, tomorrow, Monday, they will go up because always the market overreacts to everything. So short term never works, only for the traders. And as you've probably seen when you log into your trading platform or you open an account for trading or investing, they always tell you the same thing. They do it in Robinhood and do it in Itoro and they do it in the Giro. 98% of investors lose money. And that's the reason why they have a short term perspective. As we saw now, S&P 500, any any bar that you want to that, that you want to use, S&P 500, Dow Jones index, they've all done very well. If you kept it for five years, three years, 10 years, if you if you kept it for 20 years, you're uh, the rock star of investing. And uh, research not only the company, but the macro as well. Also, when you have a long term perspective, you cannot just check the numbers of the of uh, the past five years or the past three years of the company's financials. You have to understand where their market is heading at. For example, yesterday I did a video on a chain of hotels that is going public, Selena. Uh, if I remember, I'll put it down in the comments as well if you're interested. Uh, that company um, has a lot of potential in my view, not only because they have good fundamentals, good numbers, but also because their niche is uh, millennials and Gen Z, and that in in the industry, that approach um, is a trending approach. So everybody in the in the industry of hotels is saying that everybody has to convert themselves to be a little bit more like Selena, when Selena was like that since the beginning, and they're rocking it. So do your research not only on the company, but in the macro as well. And accept that there are some things you can't control. For example, today the um, uh, British Central Bank went out and without noticing anybody beforehand, they increased the rates 0.25 points. Nobody, can ex nobody expected that. Nobody expected them to do it so suddenly. So some things you cannot control and that they're going to impact short term your portfolio or your stocks or some company, including industry trends. Some things, some news you can't control. What if you're invested in Tesla or in Berkshire Hathaway and tomorrow Elon Musk uh, has a heart, uh, a heart attack? That stock is going to go down to 600, 700 or probably less. But some things you can control. So don't sweat the small things. Don't uh, If it goes down 2% one day, you lose a couple hundred, a couple thousand. It is what it is. You Remember what you're in the in the stock market for it doesn't matter if um, something bad happens in the news and it drops one percent because you know the stock market is gonna go back up eventually and the last rule the last rule the most important in my book is align your investments with your beliefs now uh, I enjoy taking the time and reading about all these industries all the stocks that I 
select. I have a lot of free time to do this and that's why I do it. If I didn't have time, as I said, I would invest in index funds or copy trading in Itoro or something like that. But I really enjoy it. But I never, even if I like the financials, I would never buy certain companies. I don't buy defense companies. I don't buy companies that make guns and export guns. I don't buy um, tobacco related companies. Even if you promise me they will go up 10% every year for the next 20 years, I would not touch that stock. I won't buy um, also uh, before COVID, I didn't touch pharma companies. I don't like pharmaceutical companies. I like innovation and genetics companies. And so I don't touch it. There's nothing more annoying and maddening and worse than losing money on something you don't even believe in just because you thought it might go up. So imagine if it goes up and you're happy because you made 3% in a week or in a month or whatever. Imagine losing money because your the hated company, uh, tobacco-related company, is losing you money. So now you don't you just you hate the company, you hate the industry, and now the industry is making you lose money. That's a that's a big no-no. And that's it for uh, for the rules. We have understand yourself as an investor, be analytical and pragmatic, not emotional, and have long-term perspective. And above all, uh, align yourself with your investments. If you believe in a company, if you believe in an industry, invest in it. If you don't, if you hate an industry, even if they promise green numbers for a decade, don't touch it. Nothing is certain and you might lose money with that. And if you lose in something you don't believe in, you're going to hate yourself for it. And that's it for today. Thank you very much for taking the time. See you tomorrow. Bye.